Welcome to Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. And today we are going to be talking about negativity. It's a bit of a challenge, isn't it? How to find that balance between being real, but wanting to be somebody who speaks words of life and hope and faith, because that's the opposite of negativity really, isn't it? It is, but at the same time, not being unaware of negative situations. Mm, So it's possible to be in the middle of a negative situation yeah, and to be real about that, but not be negative. Well, it's coming underneath it, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe coming underneath that negativity. Yeah. And it's like an attitude of the heart as well. I was reading um, these verses in 1 Samuel 30, and there's this pretty awful situation that David finds himself in. Him and, him and his men have been off fighting and they come back to the camp and they discover that all the, you know, their homes have been burnt to the ground, their wives and their kids have been taken off. And the the men with him are not happy. I mean, and this is not a great bunch of people either earlier in chapter 22. I mean, these are people, the people who joined him were people in debt and everyone who was bitter in soul. So that was his group that were with him. And in verse six of one, of 1 Samuel 30, it says, and David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. So this is where the people are at. They're absolutely desperate because of what's happened. They want to stone him to death. And that was the reality. Like, that's the truth of the situation. That is not a positive situation. We're not all saying, oh, I'd like to be in that situation. And then the last part of that verse, it just says, but David strengthened himself in the Lord. Isn't that brilliant? That but. Yeah. (laughs) But. It's great. Yeah. My life's a mess and things are really difficult, but. But. but He found strength. Yeah. Yeah, he He lifted his eyes somehow in the midst of that negative reality. Yeah. He was able to lift his eyes above that onto the Lord and that gave him strength. So he didn't come underneath that negativity. He didn't get pulled down by it. And I think that's one of the characteristics of negativity, don't you think? Pulls down, it destroys. Really, it sucks yeah. life out, doesn't it? And, it? and when you're around people that are negative, it just feels like there's this kind of, ugh. You know. Yeah, you've got a great, you come with a great idea. I've had this idea. Maybe it's a bit bonkers, but you just have those people who just literally shoot it down. Yeah. Or shoot you down. You know, it's like so putting much... a pin in a balloon or something. Yeah. It's like, oh. There's so much negativity around people at the moment, aren't there? You know, you've got all this social media where everybody can just yeah. put their, what exactly, all this horrible, horrible stuff, exactly what they think. And, and, and we have to be aware that it's in the body of Christ as well. Like yeah. we are, it is something that we've, we're all on a journey with. Yeah. And maybe, you know, some people, you might think, well, they're a very negative person in every aspect of their life. There's always negativity. They are definitely an Eeyore. Eeyore, yeah. It's a Tigger. I always wanted to be Tigger. (laughs) But um, most of us have areas of our lives where where we just succumb to that negativity. Probably a bit of a habit, isn't it? You know, always just something that we, we lean to. Yeah. So this particular podcast we're talking about now, I think this is a challenge for, is a challenge. for all of us, really. We've, we're all in this situation where there are just different ways. It just, I think the challenge with it is that negativity just comes so naturally to us. We, we naturally see the faults in something, the faults in, like if, if someone presents an idea to you of what they want to do, it's easy to find the things that are wrong with that, isn't it? Oh, well, that won't work because of this and this won't work. Because, well, we've tried that before. 
And it's easy when you look at somebody or you're with somebody to see the faults in them. And it's easy for us to see the faults in ourselves. It just comes naturally. I think that's the biggest challenge with it. Yeah. Is it just is our default position. The war is against flesh, really, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is the enemy. I mean, the enemy, you can't separate him out from this because, because really, if you've got a very negative heart, you're not going to step into faith and hope. And they are things that we have to activate, aren't they, they within are. us? They're not things that just naturally descend on us. No. They are things that we have to activate. I know in my own own walk, you know, the, the times where there's been real faith, it's a choice. Right. And often pushing back and holding back something that is a voice that's saying absolutely the opposite. Yeah, using every ounce of strength to, yeah. to stand to choose, up. Yeah, to choose faith and choose hope. So why do you think we are... Why do you think we do lean towards that negativity then? That's I, don't, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if it's because it makes us feel safer or more in control um, that we we sort of limit things. Do you know what I mean? Like you sort of shut something down or you shut another person down or you sh- shut yourself down really. Um, and it makes it safer somehow. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if past experiences play into it as well like if Must things be. have gone wrong before then i just expect there's a big thing about expectations isn't there well mm. i expect it will go wrong again because it a always goes deferred. wrong yeah, yeah. If you think of that verse which is real isn't it you know especially if you have trusted the lord for something or hope for something and it hasn't in your understanding right. happened it, it can be hard these yeah yeah so we can end up with an expectation. I think part of that is that I think if I expect something to go wrong, then I won't be disappointed. Yeah. Well, I had a big thing with this once when I went to the doctors because I never ever realised how much I went into a situation like that. The doctors have been, you know, referred by the doctor and they said, I'm sure it's fine, but we'll just get it checked. You know, you go through a lot of things like that, don't you? And and um, I just remember realizing how much my my I was bracing myself I was I was totally stressed out totally expecting the worst and I just remember I don't know just this sort of thought I guess inside it must have been the Lord why do you always expect the worst right why do why in this situation do you expect it's going to be bad and you're bracing yourself why not turn it on its head and and choose faith and say, I'm expecting this is going to be good. Yeah. If if it's not, well, that's all right. Because we'll you're with me. You Yeah, you'll, I'll face it with you, Lord. It doesn't benefit you anything, does it, to expect it to be bad? No. And it's so weird how there's just these subconscious, natural expectations we have for negative. We have to remember too, don't we, that the enemy is all about empowering those negative thoughts and, uh, and and wants us to become negative hearted people where there's that expectation that things aren't going to work, that things aren't right. that God's not going to work. God's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. All those things. And, and it does really, it really does war against that faith and hope, like you were saying. Mm. And, and what a reminder for us, what an important reminder for us to really take hold of the things of of the truth of who God is, I think in these moments where we where we take on that negativity, it's 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 as if God really does kind of shrink. He becomes really small and unable to to do things. And because the thing is, He's constantly calling us to do things which are beyond our 
capacity mm. naturally to do. I mean, good luck to Moses parting the Red Sea without God's intervention. Good luck to to, jo- to Joshua defeating Jericho without God's intervention. Any of these things we read in the Bible, there's all God is, is calling his people into a place where it's beyond their natural scope. Mm. So if you look at it purely naturally, negativity will always win. It will always win. And it will and it will always war against faith. Yeah. And it, and it's funny how negativity seems to make sense. Yeah. Like faith never makes sense, no. does it? It seems more rational, doesn't it? Yeah. Negativity. Yeah. It seems like it's the the sensible choice. And I'm just being sent you know, we say these things, oh, I'm just being a realist, or I'm just being sensible, yeah. or I'm just looking at it practically, right. or you know, and and but but how subtle that can be, because it is the opposite to faith, because faith doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's okay to be practical. I mean, we do need yeah. practical thinking people that can look at a, a situation and say, well, actually, there's some really good reasons why that won't work. Yeah. But here's an alternative, you know. I mean, that's different. That, again, is different from negativity. Negativity is, it, it's pulling the life out of something, isn't it? Yeah. And it leaves you with that feeling of lifelessness that that you've, the wind out of the sails has gone somehow. So it's okay to say, well, actually, this won't work. But how about this? You know. So in it all, I think we're we're trying to not come under negativity, aren't we? We're trying to to stay above that place where we can grab hold of the truth of who God is and the promises of God. And there's something about that that we can that we need to to sort of activate in some ways. I mean, God is always who he is. He's always loving. He's always our provider. He's always a protector. But there is a place where we need to kind of... Own it or take hold of it or... There is something about that, isn't there, where I I put... It becomes real for me. It's not just some kind of nice thinking out there that applies to some people, but I can can grab hold of it. And there's, there's that wonderful verse, isn't there, in Psalm 34, verse 8. That says, "Taste and see that the Lord is good," and that 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 really means like ingest it yourself. Mm. Get the juices going in your mouth of the flavour and the taste buds. Like experience the goodness of God yourself. And there's something about that with the promises of God that He is our provider, and He won't ever leave us or forsake us, and that He'll He wants to give good gifts to His children. You know. He, he's got a good plan for our life. Like sometimes I think we go through life expecting that things are just going to go wrong. Yeah. But that isn't, that isn't God's will for us, actually. His will is that he's got good plans for our life. doesn't mean that we get to escape negative situations, but in the midst of that, we can discover more and more that God is who he says he is. But if you, if you think about that, Andy, if you think like how much negativity limits so yeah. if we if we like know that God is is good and He's providing for us, but we live in a live in a sort of place where we are like, well, I don't think it's going to happen, or I don't know if it's going to happen. Am I going to be okay? It's like you're limiting that negativity is limiting. Yeah, God. It always limits. It yeah. limits what you move into. Limits other people. Limits other people. I mean, classic example, total classic example from the Bible would be the. The spies that went into the land after the after the people of Israel had been delivered out of Egypt, twelve guys go into the promised land, but ten of them come back with a report of reality. Actually, all twelve were in reality about the fact that there were giants in the land. So Joshua and Caleb, who were the two that were positive, 
they still saw the giants. And, and I do wonder at first when they saw them, were they like, oh, wow, you know, there's some big guys in here. But they didn't come underneath that negativity. The other two came back, the other 10 came back with this report of nice land, everything's lovely, but there's no way we can go in. They'll crush us, they'll destroy us. I mean, and an entire generation of people missed out on the promises of God. Talk about a limitation. Mm. Talk about life being taken. These guys all died in the desert, not seeing or experiencing or tasting the promise of God that was there for them. I mean, God led those people. His intention was that those people who walked through the Red Sea would be the ones that would put their feet on the promised land. And none of them did, apart from Joshua and Caleb. Mm. It's an amazing story, really. But this is it, isn't it? You see, we've, we want to be in reality. Uh, there might be struggles in our lives, wrestles in our lives, real suffering in our lives. Nobody's yeah. saying, let's just be la-la about that and say that that isn't happening. And, and the sun shining even when it's raining. You know, raining. we're more than conquerors in that sort of like fake way, yeah. you know. We can, do, we can all do that, but we, we, we have to be in reality that there are difficult times in our lives and there are things in our lives that aren't right. There's sin in our lives, there's weaknesses in our there's lives, pain. there's pain, there's yeah. difficult relationships. I mean, there is all re real stuff. Yeah. But when we invite God into that, yeah. something changes and we aren't lit. We, when, if we just... If we don't, if we're just in negativity about it, then everything just, there's no hope. But God wants to come into every one of those situations and, and something in our heart can stir of faith and hope. God, you can change this. Yeah, You can change this. I don't know if you're going to change it today or tomorrow. I don't know if you're going to change the actual circumstance, but just you coming into this yeah. changes it. Yeah. Because something rises up in my heart of faith and hope. And I know when we were moving back to the UK and um, the lads were all teenagers, like really difficult ages for moving to another country. And, um, and yet we knew it was the Lord, didn't we? We just knew he was calling us this big, this big jump, really. And um, there just seemed to be so many people who wanted to tell us their negative experience of when they moved back from Sons or wherever and 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 how awful that was for them and how it, it affected their lives and people just wanted to tell us all these negative stories. You're it's basically like going to ruin your kids' lives. Do you know, yeah. honestly, when you're pregnant, everybody wants to tell you their awful birth story. <laughs> it's just like, no, I don't want to know. And it, it was like that moving back. Just so many and 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 honestly Fear gripped my heart. I have to say, fear, it was already, you know, you're obviously in a, already in a vulnerable thought pattern with it anyway, because it's a big thing. But I'd say fear gripped my heart. And then this fight came. This, like, just this fight of, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. I'm literally not listening to it. It does nothing. It does nothing but bring this expectation that it's going to be hard and the, the lads are going to struggle and it's going to be detrimental to them. How can that be true if this is your path, Lord? And so this fight came within me. And I think as a mum, you do get that fight. And you have to have that fight to push back the enemy and say, no, enemy, you're not bringing that suffering to our kids. And maybe it will be hard. Maybe it will be a challenge. But God, you will change. You will, you, even if it is hard, you will use that in their lives 
this is going to be for good in their lives, whether it's a walk in the park or whether really you, yeah. or whether it's challenging, but you show yourself. And, and it's, it's as simple as that, really, that we have to turn these things on our heads. We, you know, the enemy wants to lock things down and limit things and tell you how bad and awful it's going to be. And we, we, something inside has to stare and say, but God, you are bigger. Yeah. You've got to be bigger. I do wonder whether one of the tactics of the enemy is to convince us that if anything difficult happens or challenging happens, that God has left the building. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like suddenly that, that if God's around and involved, then it will be happy and joyful and healthy and provided for. But any challenging things, any difficult things that somehow he's left, which would make us feel fearful and negative, wouldn't it? And make us not want to go down those kind of pathways and all that kind of stuff. And But the truth is that Jesus never said to us, oh, it's going to be a walk in the park, this journey with me. Come follow me and it's going to be plain sailing, smooth pathways, sunshine. It, it wasn't like that. And there's this very, I think, very heartening verse in John 16, verse 33, where Jesus says to the disciples, in the world, you will have tribulation. And you think, well, Jesus, I don't know if we want to hear that. Do you know I mean, that's not a positive statement, is it? It's not a, an encouraging word. But then he says, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Yeah. And I think that just about wraps it up right there. I mean, that is the sum of it. It's Jesus called us on this pathway. There's going to be challenges on that path. There's going to be risk. We're going to be stepping out of our comfort zone, just like Peter stepped out of the boat onto the waves of the storm. And in the midst of all of that, Jesus is saying, don't, you know, yes, this, these things are going to happen. Tribulation is going to happen. You'll be persecuted because of me. People won't understand you because of me. You'll be isolated and all these different things. But take heart. Like, don't come under it. Don't be pulled down by it. Don't let that negativity suck you in. Don't let the lies of the enemy suck you in. Take heart because I have overcome the world. But negativity gets rid of the bit that God's going to be there yeah. with you, empowering you in that moment. Because a lot of people talk about the end times at the moment. And if you sit and think, how am I going to endure the end times? What's it going to be like? It's oh, going no. to be awful. Tri you know, you're mentioning tribulation. It's like, it literally just, a cloud descends <laughs> of fear <laughs> that grips your heart. And you think, how am I ever going to yeah. cope? How am I going to survive? I mean, talk about negativity. It's, but the, the, the thing that I hold on to is we haven't got to prepare ourselves for every situation of tribulation because, because God is going to be there with us in the midst. What we do have to do is be real that it's happening and saying, Lord, do whatever you need to do in my life to prepare me. Yeah. But it's not about me sitting and working out how am I going to, how am I going to stand up and am I going to end up in prison and what's that going to be like? That's that's where negativity grips our heart and it just brings fear. But God's saying, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to, I'm going to walk with you. And more than anything, my, I mean, I think my heart just says, Lord, let me draw closer to you and know you more because I'm going to need you. Yeah. Okay. So where do we go from here? That's an important question. Like how do we, none of us want to be a negative person. We, we're recognising that we need to be Real, we can be real about the situation we're in, but we don't want to be a negative person. And probably we need the Lord's help to identify whether we are. Do you know what I mean? Other people might think we're negative, money. 
But we really want the Lord's conviction, don't we, Lord? Am I, do I see life? I hear myself. I think that's it, isn't it? You can, you hear either what you're saying to other people or what just those whisperings to yourself are. Like for me and the doctors that time. So you suddenly realise, oh my life, what am I doing? This is so. Yeah. Uh, And and maybe try to ask the Lord to help us catch ourselves in situations like, am I, is my first reaction to think of what could go wrong with that idea or. To control it and shut it down. yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'm maybe it's because I don't want anything to change, so I try and shut everything down for that reason. I'm negative for that reason. I'm happy as things are. Don't change anything. So I think we really do need the Lord's help to show us these are real blind spots for us, aren't they? And so if we're willing to ask the Lord, I think He will show us. Yeah, I really believe He will. I do too. I, I also think that as the body of Christ, we've got to be, we've got to practice, like almost like with a muscle, you've got to work your muscles to yeah. activate them. But we've got to be people who practice speaking life and hope and encouragement to each other. I mean, yeah. it, is, it, it is a terrible trait that we all have that we can very quickly point out the faults, um, especially people that you struggle with. It, it, all you see is those things that annoy you or drive you nuts. And we've got to say, Lord, would you give me your heart for those people yeah. and, and help me to see and help me to speak. Just be a people who spread life and hope and encouragement and lift up and build up and speak faith. It's a wrong belief that that's unreal or fake. I don't think we should ever lie. And, you know, you shouldn't tell somebody they're really good at something if you actually don't think they are. But you can say, Lord, help me see the things they are good at. And then you speak those things to them. You build them up. We yeah. all, if we can be a people like that, I mean, what, what a war against the enemy that would be. I mean, when you think about it, we are, as, as God's people, we are described in the Bible as a body, like one body with the body of Christ. And we're all joined together. And Jesus' prayer was that we would be one, we'd be whole, we'd be for each other. And I, I do wonder sometimes, wouldn't it be interesting if we could just see the impact spiritually on each other that we have through negativity, through the way we speak behind people's backs and we pull down in our thoughts or our words Little comments. The little comments and the little digs, the sort of passive aggressive things that you can't quite be criticised for saying, but you're really trying to make a point without making the point explicitly. These things are rife, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's got to start with us, isn't it? We we know what it is to be on the receiving end, but will we look at our own behaviour and will we look at, am am I doing this? Am I somebody who sows positivity, not, not fake? Not unreal, but am I somebody who sows life? Basically, positivity is life, isn't it? Am I yeah. someone who who sows um, faith and sows hope and stirs those things in other people, or am I somebody who who is just always cutting down, yeah, and tearing down? Yeah, we want to be challenge. we want to be the people, don't we? That after people have been with us, they feel built up rather than pulled down. Yeah, what a challenge that is for all of us, for sure. And I think that thing that you said earlier about activating, activating these promises of God, not just letting them sit as truths in the heavenlies, heavenly realms, you know, but actually so these are truth, but they are true for me. Like I am going to take hold of that today. I'm going to take hold of that truth that you are my provider or that you're you protector and my shield. I'm going to take hold of that and I'm going to activate it. I'm going to, you know, turn it on and put the battery in or whatever that picture you get with the word activate. But we we activate it and we 
we start to use it in, in the situations we're in, not in an unreal way, but against what the enemy wants, to, all that negativity the enemy wants to bring that just says it's doom and it's going to die and it's going to be rubbish and it's going to be awful and it's going to be so hard. Something can push against that. Yeah, I was just thinking when you were talking about the need to really, I mean, I think we should really be bold in asking the Lord to really uproot any spiritual sort of stronghold of negativity in our life. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes when we've entertained it in our life, when we've, we've got into the habit of negativity, it becomes a bit of a stronghold, really. It becomes like a natural, a natural thing for us. But actually, now that we're God's people, that's not natural for us. That's, that's abnormal mm-hmm. for us. And, and I think we should be bold. I think encourage all of you guys listening to this podcast to say, Lord, I don't want that in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want that negativity. Yes, of course. And we've, I mean, we've been saying it all the way through. You've got to be real. That's okay. Be real is okay. But there's a big difference. There's night and day difference. And everybody knows it, the difference between reality and negativity. Yeah. And so I think we should boldly say, Lord, I want you to come by the power of your Holy Spirit and uproot mm-hmm. this negativity in my life. I don't want it in my life. I don't want to be a person that pulls down and takes life away. I want to be a speaker of hope mm. and and trust. I want to encourage people. You can trust the Lord in this. You can, you know, hang on in faith. And yeah, yeah I mean, not with ridiculous ideas that aren't ever going to, I mean, we've got to be based in reality, but but to really ask for that spiritual exchange, Lord, come, forgive me, you know, forgive me for my doubting and my fear and my pessimism and unbelief unbelief and criticism and all these things. Forgive me, Lord, have mercy on me, but deliver me. I mean, really, I think we should ask him, be bold and declare it in Jesus' name, this freedom that we can have. I mean, why wouldn't we? And then imagine the body of Christ. I mean, it's meant to be something attractive, isn't it? Yeah. It's meant to be something that, that the world looks to and and sees the 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 beauty of it uh, reflecting the bride you know the, yeah. and we want to be those people and and often if we're not careful these traits that we get into these habits we get into negativity they they're sowing such a bad representation of Jesus such yeah. a bad representation of who he is and what he's done for us on the cross i mean if there's anything that speaks of hope and life and positivity you know where where Jesus had died on the cross, he was in the tomb, it was hopeless. Yeah. You know, that was negativity itself. And yet Jesus came, rose yeah. from the dead. And yeah. so. And we could ask him, couldn't we? We could ask him for that resurrection life to really, it's like we do need to be rewired a little bit in our brain. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm aware, we're aware, aren't we, that many of the people listening to this podcast are really struggling. They're in situations mm. which are really, really tough. And they've probably, if they're human, they've got the pulse. They've probably sunk under a bit of negativity in that, and have lost hope. And 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 we understand, you know, I mean, it it can be so challenging. Some of these situations of life or relationships we're in, or whatever it might be, we can really, it can be deeply, deeply challenging. And again, it's asking, it's saying, Lord, as you uproot this spiritual negativity thing out of me, would you rewire me, Lord? I would be able to find that you are that hope-giving God, you know, and discover him in a new way. I think it opens the door for that, doesn't it? We just need him, don't we? Yeah. We just need him. We need we need him to to shine his light in our lives and show us, show us where we're 
caught in habits and behaviors and got these wrong mindsets and and maybe we've learned them from parents or we've learned them because like you said earlier just hope deferred and we've chosen to protect ourselves maybe with a bit of a negative outlook and and we want him to to show us because I, I just love the idea that we grow. I love that. I love I love it even when the Lord shows me something in my own life. I've got to put it right because I think, well, okay then, <laughs> we can we can work on this. You can work on this, Lord. So yeah. so we're not talking about don't don't listen to this in any sense of shame or anything like that. Just just reach out to the Lord and. Just going to pray for us now, Lord. We just pray that um, for everybody listening, Lord, for all of us, Lord, we we just do need you. We need you to show us where we're we're caught in behaviours and habits, and and Lord, maybe it is a little bit of self protection for some reason, just to view things negatively and to restrict things. But Lord, we want to be a people of faith and hope a people who delight you and you are delighted, Lord, when we trust you and when we choose faith in the midst of circumstances that are often very, very difficult. So, Lord, would you help us, help us be those people who can just make that choice, something stirs in our spirit, that even in the midst of whatever it is we're going through, Lord, we can reach out to you and and choose to believe in you and choose to believe that you can come and be in, in the midst of all of our circumstances and bring that peace and that comfort and that strength. Help us to be aware of the enemy's attacks in all this and the, his strategies. Lord, that we could stand against that in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Mm. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us with us today. And uh, we pray the Lord will really bless you. And we look forward to sharing with you again soon. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review or by contacting us at hello at ll.org or through Facebook. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And we also have other excellent resources online at ll.org, which we hope you will enjoy. Thanks again for listening.